Things we trust more than the government. Flint tap water, Chuck Schumer's tears, and seafood from China. The Kate Daly Show starts now. The United States is abusing its legal system in order to hound and prosecute and intimidate all of you. What's at stake is the ability to publish the truth and expose crimes when they're committed by states. The outcome... The outcome of this hearing today will make it clear the extent of the cover-up. The only fair, I, I shouldn't even talk about fairness at this stage, because the country that's trying to extradite him plotted to murder him. Wow. We'll find out about Assange uh, soon, I'm sure. And welcome to the Kate Daly Show. So happy to have you listening. Um, I was on InfoWars earlier today. You can go check that out at band.video. Um, I did kind of a deep dive uh, show on the, some of the bigger lies told. And uh, you can go check that out. Also, uh, I have some things to say about, uh, we have some things to say about Assange. And of course, Melissa joins me because it's Wednesday. She joins me every Wednesday for years now. How are you, Melissa? I am Almost good. Almost good. A little under the weather, <laughs> almost but almost good. good. <laughs> I'm glad you're joining yeah, me. a little bit. I'm a, a little under yeah. the weather. And I don't know whether it's, like, is have we initiated Midwest uh, allergy season? That could be part of it. <laughs> could be. I, ju- I also wanted to notify everybody of a change um, in the time of my daily show. Uh, it'll be pushed back two hours. It'll be 1 to 3 o'clock mountain time starting, um, starting March the 3rd. The fourth, and so I just wanted everybody to know that that they'll be able to catch the show in the same places. But um, and this won't change uh, Lindell TV at night. That'll be the same time. But on the air live, it'll be from one to three uh, Mountain Time, and uh, whereas right now it's three to five Mountain Time. So we're just pushing it back to a couple of hours. And I just wanted people to know that happens on March the fourth as the show grows. We need to accommodate that growth, and there's stations that want to carry the show, and and so that'll make it more uh, make it easier for them to do that. And then. Um, also, I just wanted to say uh, Texas was celebrating uh, on a border win of a small island where a cartel was known to hang out at. And, of course, the big headline today is Trump and his money. Um, of course, everybody realizes this. The, the truckers in New York threatening you know, to, to not deliver goods over the verdict, all the gazillions. And then I wondered today, you know, I know that... Um, I have a lot of differing thoughts on this, but, you know, if if he's out of money, one of the reasons that the Republican Party couldn't raise a lot of money on Trump was because everyone knew he was a billionaire, more reluctant to give. But you drain it and then all of a sudden he needs money to run and the Republican Party can make an awful lot of money now um, because of this void of dollars. So basically the headline was he's spending more than he has to actually run for president again. You still need to ask yourself the question, why is he running again if he knows it's fixed? Everybody should be asking that question. But I, I, I saw that headline and it was like, wow, this is going to make the party a lot of money. So just just throwing that out there. So when it comes to Assange, did you want to say anything about Assange? Me? Yeah. 
Sure. <clears throat> well, yeah, I was listening to um, some independent journalists speaking mm-hmm. about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And it looks pretty grim. The There are forces inside the U.S. government that definitely want Assange to shut up mm-hmm. and shut up like yesterday yeah. and not have to deal with him anymore. Mm-hmm. But the one hope that he does have is that perhaps Biden doesn't need the eyes of the whole world on watching the United States suppress someone who really did no damage to Mm -hmm. anybody except for the deep state. Right. Hmm. So if, if they bring Assange here and they put him on trial, there will be some very substantial protest with Mm. that. Okay. A lot of people will be watching and it will get a lot of independent news coverage, if not mainstream media coverage. Hmm. But even the New York Times has spoken out in favor of supporting Assange's claim to be a journalist. Mm. Okay. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see as I feel like I'm watching the drama unfold. We'll we'll see. We'll see if that happens uh, during the show today live. I don't know. Um, But I know they're expecting some some answers back. So let's let's talk about the case that no one knows about. Mm, These always fascinate me. Yeah, and this just happened yesterday where mm-hmm. it was closing arguments in a major trial that nobody has heard about because the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the case is Food and Water Watch Incorporated versus the EPA. And this is the first case ever that is challenging the EPA's dismissal of a citizen petition brought under the Toxic Substance Control Act. Okay. So you might want to know what that substance is. So under the Toxic Substance Control Act, ordinary citizens were allowed to petition the EPA. Mm-hmm. And if, if that citizen group believed that there was a toxic chemical or compound in the environment, in the water, in the food, in the whatever, mm-hmm. they could bring that information to the EPA and the EPA was theoretically supposed to have a hearing with them mm-hmm. so Ugh, can't stand the epa go ahead <laughs> sorry yeah, every yeah. time i hear the words epa i cringe a little go ahead go so ahead. several groups the fluoride action coalition mm-hmm. uh oh, the, excuse me fluoride action network moms against fluoridation and this other food and water watch group and several there are several plaintiffs all went together Mm-hmm. They brought some information to the EPA and the EPA. This was back in 2016, I believe. So they filed this petition under TASCA, which is the Toxic Substance Control Act. And the EPA said, be gone. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk to you. They, they're, what they're talking about is fluoride in the water. And what the Fluoride Action Network and all these plaintiffs are asserting mm-hmm. is that fluoride the level of fluoride that we have in the water is a neurotoxin and it needs to be, uh, well, this case will not, this case is simply to hear whether it is or is not, the judge will decide is it or isn't it credible to believe that this is a neurotoxin that should be handled. (laughs) It's so unbelievable that it's gone on this long. 
and still up for debate on what it even is. Isn't that amazing? It's like we're not, we have no access to studying it or we can't determine well, what it is. wait, wait. Now, it gets better. We're okay. just at the beginning of okay. chipping this Sorry. iceberg away. Okay. Because there was a, a big work group inside the EPA mm-hmm. that has been gathering all of the data points for in preparation for this case and others mm-hmm. um and they were getting have put together this massive report they've looked at all the studies everywhere in the world that have to do with fluoride fluoride levels the impact of fluoride on public health and they've they've assembled this giant report the only reason we know about the report mm-hmm. is because the plaintiffs in this particular case filed for discovery and they forced the EPA to cough up the report. They were not going to make it public. They have hemmed and hawed around. They will not, oh, you know, it's not ready. It's not fully researched. We don't know. Oh, we don't want to. We don't want to. Some of the the emails that came out connected to this report mm-hmm are from none other than Assistant Secretary of Health, Rachel Levine. <laughs> you mean the guy girl? Hmm. Yeah, okay. that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who has not stopped anybody from putting all kinds of substances in all kinds of people, right? Yeah. And Rachel Levine is like, uh, no, we're not going to, this report is not to be released. Wow. Not ready for release. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to let anybody see this ever. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing that people can become hybrids and the left pushes for that? But when our foods become hybrids of things and our foods are not real and things are on our food supply, they don't seem to care about that as much. Hmm. That's odd. Go ahead. It is very weird. Mm -hmm. Well, some of the emails from the scientists who are actually working on this report, Mm -hmm. they also have those emails as well. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And the, those scientists are saying, what are you talking about? This, this report is ready for release. We were, we, they were weeks away from putting it on the CDC's website when Rachel Levine said, no, not going to happen, not going to let this report come out. Lock and tackle. So I, yeah, the mm-hmm. first question I guess we can ask ourselves is, you know, we're supposed to follow the science. Remember that phrase? Mm-hmm. Follow that science. Yes, but only after it's been filtered by the politicians, because they'll decide whether we need to know the science or not. So true. Isn't that amazing that that is political? Hmm. Yeah. The food supply. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. One, one would think everyone cares about what we're ingesting, but it's just funny that, that, that she provide he provides the uh, block and tackle for this. A very interesting person to be that entity. Well, the conclusion in this report is that um, fluoride exposure, mm-hmm. especially exposure of pregnant women, causes a, a, a lowering of IQ in children. Mm. Is that the kind of agreement? Because those kids might get a cavity someday. You, we have to all Maybe. drink you know, a neurotoxin, essentially, right, to prevent dental caries, right. So give us something way worse. So that (laughs) it's it's like knocking out a mouse with a a nuclear bomb. So that's fun. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we can, we can step through some of the 
so what what does all this neurotoxin do? There's two there's two studies that I've come across, mm-hmm. both published in 2019. One of them is the association between maternal fluoride exposure during pregnancy and IQ scores in offspring in Canada. And the other one is fluoride may diminish kidney and liver function in adolescents. Ooh, that's just great. And so we need to know that when we drink fluoride, (laughs) it can impact liver, brain, heart, kidney. It damages your pineal gland in your brain. It can affect your thyroid gland. Um, people, as we, as we age, a lot of us have, you know, if you have Mm -hmm. arthritic joints and you're beginning, that can be a result of exposure, overexposure to fluoride. Mm -hmm. It's a bad deal. Yeah. We're going to come right back more with Melissa Smith when we come back. Midwest Melissa. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Hey, everybody, as we enter into 2024, this is really important. The banking crisis, which is kind of remaining kind of quiet, except for smaller banks are are failing as more centralized banking even happens at these levels right now that we're seeing. That's why we saw some of the bank closures uh, last year. As this enters stage two, this is really, really important. Investors are relaxed right now because they think the banking crisis is over, but it's really a big mistake. History shows that major financial crises unfold in stages and have a quiet period between the initial stage and the critical stage when it's too late to do anything. The next forecast that's coming, the more acute stage two of the banking crisis is coming after a quiet period, right? We know this. It's coming. Birch Gold is writing about this. They understand that there's this quiet period right now. This is the time, you guys, get everything you have at least backed by gold. It won't cost you anything, which is amazing. You can take advantage of this, at least get the information. Your IRAs, your retirement, are they short up? Are they backed by anything important, by any by any gold? Um, and make sure you buy gold and silver from Birch Gold. These are the people I trust, okay? And I love them. Um, you guys out there that have that have done this are saying such fantastic things about Birch Gold. I knew you would. And, of course, Ron Paul, Steve Bannon, uh, Ben Shapiro. These are all the people that use Birch Gold for a reason. They have a stellar reputation. Please text 989898. That's the phone number, 989898, those six digits. Text my name, Kate, as the message on your phone. And when you do that, you'll get some free information to look at. Please do this, okay? Just get the free information. Information is free, and, you know, you can't go wrong with information. And at least you'll have some answers on if this is something you should do, too. Thanks, you guys. Birch Gold is amazing. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk about them. Thanks. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Hey, Daly Show. Did you know that when you uh, get your IRAs and your retirement backed by gold, which doesn't cost you anything, right? And when you purchase gold and silver, you can actually get $10,000 worth of free gold and silver. You might want to ask about that. Make sure that you text Birch Gold 989898. That's six digits. It repeats 989898. And text my name, Kate, because I assure you, these are the guys you want to do business with. 
They are fantastic. Ron Paul goes and talks about them all the time wherever he goes. And there's a reason for that. He does business with them and he loves them. I love them. Steve Bannon loves them. I think even Ben Shapiro works with uh, Birch Gold. I am telling you that Birch Gold is honest. They have five-star reviews. They've been around for over 20 years and they are doing great work. And you can do that where it doesn't cost you anything to make sure and take an extra step to ensure what you have out there, what you've worked for, is backed by gold. So take advantage of this. It's free information. And so when you text them my name, Kate, K-A-T-E, you just are going to text the phone number 989898 and text my name, Kate, and you're going to get back some free information to look at. There's no pressure, no nothing. Just decide if that's something that you would like to do. And I think you probably should while you have the opportunity. Birch Gold is fantastic. I love these guys. Uh, And they're totally red-pilled. All right, Melissa, back here with you. Yeah, let's take just a couple minutes here and talk about why we fluoridate water at all. Okay. Um, and if you go all the way back to the Manhattan Project, and I don't, I'm kind of intrigued by this. I've read a little bit about it, but don't mm-hmm. know the details. Mm-hmm. That it, during the Manhattan Project, which was all about building nukes, mm-hmm. right? That they were also looking at fluoride, and and I don't, I can't tell you the rest of that story. I'll have to find it, yeah. and then I'll let you know. But during the 1940s and 50s, there was a very deliberate propaganda campaign in which the American Dental Association, working with Edward Bernays, ever heard his name before? The master of American propaganda. And Alcoa, the aluminum Mm -hmm. um, industry giant, they came together and produced studies that claimed that fluoride, which is a byproduct of aluminum manufacture, could harden bones and that that was good for teeth. Mm-hmm. So you would have be hard pressed to find anybody that would say that it doesn't do that. Right. And it does. So here's what's kind of interesting. They have seen a reduction in, um, in cavities in children mm-hmm. with the introduction of fluoride in the water in the United States. However, in Europe, they have seen a parallel reduction in dental caries. And they don't fluoridate fluoridate their water. Hmm. That's fascinating. So isn't that hmm. interesting? Why is that? They, they, they put fluoride, apparently, in Europe. They use, like, you've been to the dentist and they offer you a fluoride treatment. They use it at, on the spot. So you're not drinking it. You're not taking it in mm-hmm. in your, when you, when you shower, mm-hmm. if you have fluoridated city water. The fluoride is being absorbed through your skin. You're breathing it through your lungs. You're drinking it. Yep. And then you're going to brush your teeth with it and your your toothpaste. So how much fluoride are we really getting in our system? So true. That's so true. It's a lot. It's a lot. But what I want you to remember is that this was a deliberate thing. Alcoa could not, by law, get rid of fluoride, which is considered toxic. Mm Mm-hmm. They can't put it in the dump. They can't just, it's industrial waste. So what can we do with this industrial waste? Hey, I got a great idea. Let's put it in our city municipal water systems to prevent cavities. Amazing. Doesn't that sound like a great plan? Yeah. Yeah. And even today, fluoride is affiliated with pesticide production now. 
When did it start? So, when, what, when, what decade? Was it the 60s or 50s? When did that start? In the 50s, I 50s. believe, in the 1950s. Yeah. And it, they, they claim, the claim is that it has been about a 25% reduction in dental caries. But, you know, now there, we're going to have to talk about statistical reliability and how do mm-hmm. we really know that that reduction is because of the fluoride mm-hmm. when we have other data points that suggest just maybe something else was happening. Maybe well, it was the improvement of national nutrition. That's what I was going to say. Or just, maybe brushing. We brushed more. There was a lot more teeth care going on, right? Yeah. Dental yeah. care would make a significant impact on how many cavities there are. So true. I, it's very interesting also that while the American Dental Association has really been the cheerleader for all the fluoridated mm-hmm. toothpaste, whatever, mm-hmm. water, right? They don't. They can sell you fluoride. They can't sell you we'll campaigns be, to get rid of sugar. We'll be right back with. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back to Daly Show. And you know where to get the greatest of supplements, right? Um, the new histamine that I mentioned yesterday that's out by ActivateFIQ.com. This is the company that compiles their their um, all of their uh, wonderful products in the best way possible. And this is why I wanted them to uh, be a sponsor of the show, to be honest with you, because there's only a couple of companies that I would represent when it comes to companies that do products like this. And their copper is amazing, their histamine, their new histamine, all natural. Um, and of course, they have a sleep product, an anxiety product. They work. And that's why I'm telling you about them is because they actually work. Their copper product's amazing. And and uh, and so is the uh, cod liver oil. And you wonder why our ancestors took it. There's a reason for that. And it just was such a good, a good healthful product to take that helped uh, your system and your immune system. So please go to activatefiq.com, activatefiq.com, and the code word is Kate. And I'm telling you, this is a great tip because a lot of people buy supplements over the counter at like Walgreens or Walmart or CVS or all these places. I wouldn't. You're not getting the bang for the buck and money's tight and you want it to go where it's going to where it's going to actually make a difference. Right. Where it's actually going to work. Um, so activatefiq.com and the code word is Kate. Always Kate. OK, uh, Melissa, back here with you. Yeah, well, we really, as we kind of finish out this conversation. Mm hmm. There's some stuff that's very interesting. One of the the people providing testimony on behalf of the plaintiffs is a Dr. Philippe Grandjean, who scientist. Um, he's one of the leading experts in the world on mercury mm-hmm. and on lead. Mm. And so we know that those are toxic, right? right. Everybody gets that. Mm-hmm. Lead, uh, but he, yeah. I mean, he, go ahead. He, go ahead. He was also. Um, providing information for the plaintiffs about, and, and he believes that fluoride is going to be the next one of the big things. It, it, he said soon enough, fluoride is going to be considered like mercury, like lead in our, in our water. So mm-hmm. during the 2020 phase of the lawsuit, he said he got actually pushed out of Harvard. And he also mentioned that the World Health Organization had been taken over by the fluoride lobby. 
Isn't that great? Well, they've managed for 50 years to suppress what it is. And they're still acting like nimrods when they go, we don't know. So, I I mean, it's amazing that something this long could happen for this long, I should say. Um, And and remain in this light of we just don't know is such a mystery. And I don't think it's doing what they say it's doing. Let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Melissa and myself. Yes, I've studied this issue for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's uh, obviously by intent. They know it's either, you know, lowering IQs, it's uh, harming people. But a few facts here. First of all, a lot of countries around the world have banned it because of the health deleterious effects. Uh, Japan, countries in, uh, the, in Europe have banned it for that reason. You don't hear that in the news. Uh, the American Dental Association came into existence because of a fluoride lobby. It wasn't uh, uh, the main dental association in America banned it and said we shouldn't be using it, and they broke off uh, and they sold their souls to the devil, and they, they came into existence for that purpose. I've read some of the, several of the studies. I still may have my files. It also causes osteoporosis. It actually, in country, uh, locations in the world where the water um, in the soil, there is fluoride levels that leach into the water to the point that the, uh, when the public drinks it, it leads to osteoporosis. It does the opposite. The reason it kills bacteria to some extent in the mouth is because it's so toxic. It's a hydrochloric acid would kill bacteria uh, uh, yeah. from uh, cavities as yes. well. But Great also point. it leads to fertil- infertility in both men and women. Mm-hmm. And there's a and lower IQs, as I mentioned. But uh, there's an organization down, you might want to pursue this, uh, Melissa, down in San Diego. A bunch of dentists are trying to get the word out. They compiled a huge amount of the studies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I assume they're still there. I, it's been over 10 years since I worked with them. And they've compiled these huge number of studies to show how deleterious it is. Uh, any benefit for de- uh, cavities is not one thousandth yeah. as valuable as all the harm Thank that, you. that it does. Thank you so much. I, I love that addition. I myself, I use, actually I use a mineral toothpaste from a natural store and I use fluoride free uh, toothpaste from a natural store. So I use both, but I just wanted to say that because there are so many alternatives out there. But Melissa? Well, there's two things I want to mention. Number one, fluoride crosses the placental barrier and it also crosses the blood brain barrier. So you know that this is going to be not a good thing. Um, There's a reason why we have a blood brain barrier and there's a reason why there's a placental barrier. And that's to protect the baby and to protect your brain. Right. <laughs> so if, if this if this is a neurotoxin and it can do both of those things, then, you know, cause for alarm. And let's add this. You have a mom, a pregnant mother who is drinking fluoridated water. That's settling into her bones. And then when the baby is growing, the baby is pulling from the mother's system and getting that fluorid fluoride that way. Mm-hmm. Let's add to that that you almost cannot purchase baby formula without fluoride in it. Because it's, you know, if a little oh, bit is good for sick. you, a lot has to be great for you, right? Mm, right. So nobody, I don't really think anybody is really taking into consideration here the cumulative effect, the EPA wants to say, well, we're only, it's 0.07 parts per million. That's totally safe. But 
let's add up all of the exposures that we truly have. It's everywhere. Yeah. The other thing is during this case, the judge allowed that EPA report to come in. The scientists inside the EPA that gathered there all their study together mm-hmm. and they concluded there are dangers to fluoride in the water. It is a neurotoxin. It, you know, this is something we should be discussing and be alarmed about. Right. Um, when the government's own scientists are saying it and then the government is suppressing it, mm-hmm. you know that there, somebody's not following the science. Yep. Yep. Who is, who's not doing So that? we're putting aspartame in our body, fluoride in our body, all kinds of stuff in our body. And we'll get to some more in the, in, after, we have a couple of minutes still, but after the next break. But it is amazing that our bodies have actually, now we have cancer, one and two. We have um, all kinds of health problems. Uh, we're plagued with this in a time when we shouldn't be. But isn't it amazing that we're all still standing to some degree with all of this I, stuff? I do. I think on that often, the yeah. more, the more things that I have researched, mm-hmm. the more often I come to the fact that our bodies are absolute miracles <laughs> to take the abuse that is being dealt to them yeah. and that we still go on. I know. It's, and, it's you know, shocking. after the age of 50, you know, they say that, you know, the hospital visits, the, the um, doctor's visits begin and your body starts to break down. This is why people over 50 only talk about their ailments is because <laughs> it's happening to them on a, on a rapid basis. But this must contribute to that. It's like your body can only fake it for so long when it's got all this stuff going on. But at some point point it builds up and then after 50 um it's a world of hurt it truly is i can attest to this because it's harder all of these things are cumulative mm-hmm. you know one one glass of water with fluoride in it isn't going to do anything right but a whole lifetime of showering in it drinking it yeah you know breathing right. it in is going to have let's, an impact let's take a call hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead make it quick 30 seconds hi hi i just wanted to say that um my daughter's 38 right now, mm-hmm. and we had pills for fluoride mm-hmm. when she was a young girl in California. Wow. And I didn't know it was in the water at the time. And her teeth, are um, it has fluorosis, which means lines on her teeth oh. where um, yes, yes, uh, that happened because she got too much fluoride in her body. Now, You're she right. didn't have any cavities till after she was 18. Oh, but, man. Um, Thank you for that. I'm just saying that's what happened. You're right. Thank you you for that. There was actually a lot on that. We have to go to a break, but we'll we'll come back and talk about that in just a moment. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Midwest, Melissa, don't go anywhere. This is the Kate Daly Show. Love it. Ain't no turning back. This is the roller derby night. Tonight is a night. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. 
Uh, coming to the end of this first hour with Melissa. Midwest Melissa joins me every Wednesday if you're new to the program. And, um, of course, remember the time of the show is changing to uh, 1 to 3 o'clock, 1 p.m. to 3 o'clock Mountain Time, two hours back, okay, uh, every day. So remember that um, and mark your calendars on that. That's March the 4th. It goes back a couple of hours um, and it will it will stay there. So uh, one to three o'clock mountain time, three to five o'clock Eastern. So, um, Melissa's on with me and of course get over to mypillow.com and they have fantastic products, um, and support that, uh, support Mike. He's done a, he's done a great job and he's been censored and he's been <laughs> labeled and he's had all kinds of stuff happen to him and his products are amazing. Otherwise I wouldn't talk about him on the show, but put in my name, Kate, and it helps us stay on the air as we're one of the only, we're, we're part of the 1% truthful media that still exists. It's hanging by a thread folks, um, on, on terrestrial radio, but let me just tell you, it's still, we, we, we're still there. Okay. Thread. Yes. Still there. All right. Melissa back here with you. Yeah. As we kind of round up this out, let's talk about what the judge is likely to do. Here. Okay. One of the things that's kind of interesting about this case is mm-hmm. that it was filed under this task of the Tox- Toxic Substance Control Act. Um, and that means that the agency gets no deference. There, the judge will decide whether their evidence is strong enough or, you know, who's got mm-hmm. the weight. There is a thing right now called the Chevron Doctrine mm-hmm. that means that. Under ordinary circumstances, the Chevron Doctrine directs the court in regulatory cases to kind of come down on the side of the regulatory agency. Um, And the Supreme Court will be hearing something this summer about the Chevron Doctrine, whether Mm -hmm. they're going to hold it up or, you know, hold, hold, not hold it up, but they're going to, whether they're going to support the Chevron Doctrine or whether they're going to eliminate it. But under this TASCA, it's already eliminated. So this may be kind of a, an insight into the future to come. If the EPA, and I think myself, and I'm hopeful that that the EPA, their own internal scientists have already said, yeah, this is a neurotoxin. Maybe we need to err on the side of caution that the judge may say, you know, amen. Mm-hmm. And then it will be up to the EPA to decide what they're going to do about that, whether they're going to regulate it differently, whether they're going to ask for municipal water systems to eliminate it completely. I doubt that that will happen, but we may see a further reduction. They've already reduced it once in the past. They may have to reduce it again. Um, So the Chevron doctrine is at play sort of here Mm -hmm. and not in this case, but like I said, this may be the harbinger of things to come where these regulatory agencies will not have the, you know, just the strong arm to do whatever they want and judges will support them with it. Mm. That would be huge. Yeah. So if, if this judge right. has the, if he has the courage to do it, yeah. it could be a bellwether in that case. So uh, people um, were kind of made aware that, um, and this wasn't uh, too long ago, actually, it was just updated, but it wasn't too long ago. That they found out that the chemical found in Cheerios and in Quaker Oats um, may cause fertility issues. Uh, Chlormaquat, 
Um, I, can you just see like Saturday Night Live, Chlormaquat, <laughs> doing like a spoof on this, but it's real, Chlormaquat. And um, of course, the EPA came out and said, oh, it does nothing to humans, um, even though it's been banned in Europe. But it's very interesting because the um, the studies with the mice uh, had a huge effect and it linked a lot, a lot of birth issues fertility problems. So all of this building up in our kids also, um, and, and, and us adults, but reduced sperm motility, um, decreased male testosterone levels, and uh, delayed onset of puberty, decreased weights of male uh, reproductive organs, all kinds of stuff in rats. Uh, Chlormaquat. Yeah. I haven't seen them go after that hardcore yet. So... And, and you said this is in Quaker Oats? Quaker right? Oats, uh-huh. A lot of oats, barley, all kinds of, um, um, some wheat. And um, so they're saying well, that it actually resides in, in a lot of our cereals. Um, but this is found, they, they did the story on Cheerios and Quaker Oats. So Let's not forget that there was a huge lawsuit brought against Quaker Oats for their participation in an MI study, uh, MIT study, excuse me, with radioactive Quaker Oats. They That's were... Right feeding children, boys, in a boys' school. Um, they promised they could sign up for the science club, and they were feeding them radioactive Quaker oats to test the effects of radiation. Those kids won a $1.8 mm-hmm. million dollar judgment reparations payment to them. And they made them eat this. They made yeah, them they, eat it they in the morning. they were eating the Quaker oats, and then the mm-hmm. scientists were testing what happened. Some of them died hmm. from it. The ones that survived have had health problems, as you might imagine, which is how they ended up getting a big settlement from Quaker Oats. So we do have a caller. We do have a caller. Hi, caller. You got about a minute. Make it fast. Awesome. Hey, just just some interesting points. Love the show today. But 20 years ago, I was in a nutrition class and I had to do be part of a debate. And at first, when I got the topic, I was supposed to be against fluoride. And I was so upset because I thought it was a good thing. And then I had to do some research on this. Well, by the time the class ended, I not only had convinced myself how bad it was because it's so fluoronegative, it replaces the calcium in your bones instead of helping it. But I also had the entire class um, basically flipping and going against fluoride, including the teacher who wanted all of my research. Um, one other point really quick on grains, mm-hmm. just so that you're aware, the fluoroquat <clears throat> along with the glyphosate, um, we actually ended up getting some 20-year-old wheat, and we have no problems digesting it. Family members who think that they have um, issues digesting mm-hmm. grain have no problem with, with the 1970-something wheat Jeez. because it yep. doesn't have all of those chemicals, the glyphosate, the chloroquat stuff in it. Thank so you. <laughs> yeah, that is the truth. We don't have a problem with gluten. We have a problem with poison. It's an allergy to poison. It's that an allergy to glyphosate exactly right. and chloroquat. Thank you for the call. I love it. That's perfect. Yep. Yeah. So true. Uh, spot on. Spot mm-hmm. on. So, you know, just we're in a situation now mm-hmm. where we all have to be thinking about what's the best that we can do for ourselves. Yeah. Do what you can. If you can get a reverse osmosis system that will pull the fluoride out, mm-hmm. if you can get a fluoride filter so that you're at least not drinking it, yep. do what you can. Yeah, they, they tested uh, chlor- chlormaquat, and they found that after um, digesting the oats, the, cl- the chlormaquat stayed in the system, and it was with almost every single person that they studied. So nothing it, got rid it of it. Is it another one of the forever chemicals? Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, does it build? Great. Yes. And so are they doing anything about it? No. 
No. Um, so just so everybody knows, Cheerios, Quaker Oats, a lot of the cereals with uh, grains and wheat and, and all of those things too, oats. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Midwest Melissa. That was informative. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll be right back with Susan. Of course, uh, Susan Reeve joins me for the next hour. So stay right where you are. We'll be right back right after this.